<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We're just hanging out. We're chilling. Banter true style. Mm-hmm. Feels pretty good. Have, sharing a cigar. Yep. Having a... We're not sharing a cigar. Yeah, we're sharing one cigar. No, we're not. Don't we, be afraid. Nobody cares. We got it's two fine. cigars. And just stop. Now, it's you gave wet. me the cigar. Yeah, so you're, I, you're smoking a cigar. I'm smoking a cigar. Yeah, you gave me this one. The Four Stars Society by Binnie's. Yeah, it's a good I one. have never had this. It's, it's good, good, right? It's good. Tasty. It's like seven something. That's pretty good. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm a fan. Oh, Shake Aww. it. Got to shake Don't the lighter. Break it. And then hold it on side. What the heck? Hold it on side and then try it. Nope. There you go. Got to shake it and then hold it on oh side. Oh my gosh. Boom. You can't even light a cigar. Mm-hmm. Man, it's amateur hour over here. Mm. You know what's fun? What's that? When... Uh, when these guys, they're like, "Hey guys, can you can you show me how to smoke a cigar?" Yeah. You know, and they'll, they'll so Jimmy and I'll introduce them to a cigar, and we'll be like, "All right, well, let's get a light one, the small one. You don't need to finish it. You just want to puff on, like yeah, whatever, yeah. do the whole thing." And uh, out of out of every five, how many of them get nauseous? Oh, out of every five, yeah. four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you start puffing away on it real hard. Yeah, it's they, like ah, slow down. They, eh, they, they turn you, green. You might need a piece of chocolate right now. Yeah, and then they go to the bathroom <laughs> and then they come back sweaty. They're like, what yeah. happened? Oh, nothing. Oh, nothing. <laughs> got the uh, got the smoke sweats, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which is an awful feeling. I have had. I've had the smoke sweats. Ooh. Yeah, I think I've told the story before, but um, years and years and years ago, I've been smoking cigars a long time. But years and years ago, I started smoking really strong cigars. Right when I had always been mild to medium, so yeah. I bumped it up to strong and, and really full bodied, full flavored cigars. And oh, I that'll sm- get you. I smoked two. Boom boom. And then I was with Pastor Jamie. We're in his van. We're driving up Prairie Street right here in St. Charles. And I've been feeling sick. Like, I am feeling awful. I know I'm going to throw up at some point, but I just want to make it to the church. Not going to make it to the church. Like, Jamie, pull over. I don't even finish why he needs to pull over. He knows Joey's going to puke in my, my van. So mm-hmm, I got to get mm-hmm, him out of here. Mm-hmm. But he pulls over. I open the door. I leap out and uh, onto the sidewalk. And I just start throwing oh vomit God. all over the grass. Like, and it's almost like, like a, like a sprinkler head, like, and it just kind of goes like in an arc. And, uh, one of our church members, a lady was uh, on the sidewalk right there. (laughs) (laughs) Humiliation. Humiliation. It was, uh, it was not so great. (laughs) Did you have to explain you weren't just on a bender? I told, I go, I'm not drunk. There's nothing weird here. I just, just like, oh, there's something weird. (laughs) Are you okay? I smoked two really strong, strong cigars right after lunch and it didn't sit well nope nope yeah so like when i i, I embarrass myself pretty spectacularly from time to time from and time to time not as fact, often i wrote an article called a theology of puking what i did did you I did Wait, well, theology of puking was this for leaking the ear <laughs> i doubt it theology for puking this was back in 2009 and uh yeah there it is it was it does it come up yeah look at that theology of puking yeah. Oh, it's that. got your old uh, logo. Yeah, it's got my name on there and everything. Not too long ago, I threw up at a very public place in front of a lady. She's a member of our church. Boom. It is easy. He actually wrote that. Boom. Yeah. It is easy. It, it is sometimes, sometimes easier. easier for me to filter the bigger crisis in my life from. You through, cannot read, bro. Sh- well, not this. It is but, sometimes easier for me to filter the bigger crises in my life through biblical theology than it is the smaller inconveniences and embarrassments. For example, if someone steals my car, I think God is sovereign and will provide. And when I'm 
family suffers, I think God is good and is doing something here. My theology orients me to the circumstances like it's supposed to. But if I lose my car keys, fall down the stairs in public, of course, spill my coffee all over the place in Starbucks or puke in front of a church member, my theology often evaporates and I am left alone to merely balk, complain, or become frustrated. There you go. You can Google search that and read that if you like. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so there you go. It's pretty short. It's like your you book. Know. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> It's basically, uh, maybe I put it in a book. Who knows? Uh, you might have, because you got preaching to myself in here. Yeah, that's usually something. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to puke. Well, I actually might want to for different reasons. For what? When I go to the Southern Baptist Convention that's starting today. Are you going? Well, you, you are told you me. Are you, you decided? Told, you told me that I need to go. I do. You said you I should go. You, you literally. Uh, yeah. Seven minutes ago, said right? I'm going to pray about it. I am going to pray about it. Well, you just literally on air said you're going. I didn't say I am going. You just said I'm not going to. But my point wasn't to say that I am definitely going. <laughs> if I go, if I go, so there's a chance you might see me there today, walking around. Look for the guy that's not wearing a polo, but wearing a, a black t-shirt and has beard, bald hair, and probably has a frown on his face because that's just my RBF, uh, <laughs> resting Baptist face. So uh, yeah, the SBC. Now, it, it, technically, I guess it kicks off. With a with a conference, a pastor's kind of a conference or a preaching conference or whatever on Monday, but uh, you can't make it to that. It, unfortunately, no, I, yeah. historically those aren't great. Uh, but I think uh, Homeboy's doing it this year. Yes, he is. No, that, that, that Hensley. Yes, Hensley is the man. Love and respect to Matt. Yeah. And if I was going to go to one, that would that's be one, one that I would go to. Yeah. You're, so you're that's why I'm saying. Right. Unfortunately, you're not able to make it. On yeah. Monday. No, Matt. Matt is a good guy. They got somebody good doing on it. He's and he's got a good way of bringing in like um, you know different kinds of pastors, pastors of large churches, small yep. churches, which yep. is what you need. That's what you need. So yeah, the SBC is going down today, and we wanted to talk about it on Banter of Truth because even if you're not Southern Baptist, it's it's always interesting to learn what's going on, like what's really going on in these other yeah. tribes and denominations. Like when I go to a Presbyterian conference, like I was preaching at uh, the Philadelphia Conference for Reformed Theology, mm -hmm, it was me mm -hmm. and Presbyterians, mostly Scottish Presbyterians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm there and I sat at lunch and- uh, And you said, it's time to spill the tea. Well, I didn't have to say a thing, man, because that tea was just all over the table. <laughs> they were just like, here's what's going on in the PCA. And they just started sharing. And I was like, oh, wow. And it made me feel good because I'm like, you guys are just as jacked up as the SBC. Yep. Ain't yep. no difference. No difference. <laughs> I love it when Southern Baptists are like, I'm just going to become Presbyterian. As if, they're, by the way. They're so great. Yeah. They have, they have, they have all the problems, just different. Some of them are different. Yeah, so, they just wear a tie. They, lots, lots of ties. <laughs> so do those, a lot of those Southern Baptists. But um, yeah, man. So it's always interesting, and there is a lot uh, going on with the a SBC. A lot this year. going on. My goodness. So, now, Joey, I, I, you know, as as an SBC member for many, many, many years, you've been here since the beginning, since eighteen forty five. Since eighteen forty five. What when we say annual meeting? What, what what is the annual meeting? So technically, the Southern Baptist Convention exists for two days. Like the convention itself okay. is two days. It's when representative from our churches gather together mm -hmm. uh, to carry out the the business, make some decisions uh, for the the convention, and um, and then when when that ends, the the Southern Baptist Convention isn't in session. And so there's then an executive committee that we'll talk about in a little bit that sort of keeps things running until our next annual meeting. So it's when every church is allowed to send roughly each church can send like five messengers uh, to go and represent their church at the, the meeting. There is preaching, there's worship, but really what it is, it's about, you know, uh, getting reports from our various entities, uh, seminaries, 
um, ERLC, things like mm, that. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then we're, uh, we're making decisions. We're voting on new leadership. We're doing all of that stuff. And uh, this year it's going down uh, this week. Uh, 15th and the 16th is when the business is happening. And this is going to be a lot of people. Do you hear how many people are registered so far? Uh, well, 17,000 and one <laughs> maybe <laughs> but uh here's here's the thing like uh i've gone to a ton of these i haven't been in years but i used to go to all i used to go every year and um why'd you stop honestly uh i became very focused on our church and what our church needed to be okay. doing and it didn't feel as like i like me being there was going to be as beneficial um this is an important year so this would be a good year to go uh for sure but uh you know and i probably was just feeling like I don't know, the more focused I am on the on our church, I feel like the more effective I am. Okay. So there's in so there's probably an overcorrection there, you know. Like I, yeah, I yeah, went yeah. from being like moderating our associational meetings here and going to the SBC every year and all that to pendulum swinging the other way. Like, eh, I'll I'll, I'll do nothing. I'll read and I'll know what's going on, but I ain't going. Um, but yeah, it, that's uh, we're gonna have a lot a lot of people. So seventy thousand—that's the biggest one we've had in a long time. Mm. You, you're usually not even cracking ten thousand at a lot of these, and it depends on where they meet. Like if they're meeting in California. Now is that like is that like actual attendees, or that's just how many are on the roll? Seventeen thousand have registered. I bet, I bet we'll hit. I, I bet we'll hit fifteen thousand or so. Yeah, uh, that are actually there. And so, one. And one. And Maybe. one. We'll see. 15,000 and one. Mm -hmm. This is definitely a big one. And the reason this is a big I wasn't even going to bring this up. I wasn't even going to say it. You're the one that said it. I wasn't yeah, going to put you on the spot I might like that. go. I might go. You made it sound like you are going. Right, listen, if, if you're listening to this right now and you're walking around the convention floor, just, <laughs> just do a little. <laughs> follow, if, follow the cigar smell. If you smell cigar smoke or see cigar smoke, I'm, that's probably me. It's in Nashville too, which is a pretty cool place. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I I really want to go. I wish I, I could have gone. Yeah. I wish I could go with you. You know what? I think we should uh, do a road trip. I would love to. I, I can't this week. I yeah, just can't. Yeah. Okay, I well, just then can't. let me do a road trip by myself. Okay, go. Okay, cool. I want to borrow. I want to borrow the car. Oh no, you're not taking my car. No, you can not, take not your car. car. No, I don't want to borrow your car. You can't take. I want to borrow. I want to borrow the owner's car. You cannot take the Bentley. Why? Why not? Because I just said no. But it, nobody's going to use it for anything important. Mm, yeah, and you're not. I would it. look so good in that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mm, I like. Yeah, it. you're not taking the Bentley. Okay, whenever. But that would be fun. It would be fun, okay. but you're not going to. All right. So, okay, so, it's a big one. Yeah. Now, what makes it that this is a big one? There's a lot of things going on. Um, that make this an important one. Uh, one of the things is we've got like four guys running for president. All right. So who we got? We got Randy Adams. Randy he's Adams. He's a country singer. Country singer. <laughs> Executive director, treasurer of the Northwest Baptist Convention. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got Ed Lydon, uh, senior pastor of Redemption Church in Sarah Land, Alabama. Well, we got Al Moeller. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. The Moeller. The Moeller, president of Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. Mole. And Mole. Uh, Mike Stone. Mike Stone. He is senior pastor of Emmanuel Baptist Church in Blackshear, Georgia. And he is the guy that was the head of the executive committee that we'll be talking about in a little bit recently. So he might he, be withdrawing his name. No, I don't think so, though he probably should. And my, it's my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. It just... That's just me. Yeah, that's you. But that's not the guy I'm voting for. Yeah. If I go, I mean, we I can't vote. Know, we already know I'm not, I'm not necessarily going. Okay, so when you vote, it we is, all know it's Moeller. Okay, first of all, it, I, would, I would probably vote for Moeller. Not probably. What is this Okay, so I would, vote, I would vote for Moeller. It, like, and these guys, are they're, they're all Christian guys. They're all good guys. Um, but each of them kind of have an emphasis that they bring. 
And uh, I like Mueller's emphasis more. Okay, what? What? Nothing. What? Nothing. You can't do that. You can't like make the face and shake the head and then be like nothing. Uh, because, okay, we have notes for this one. I just saw the heading oh. for the next one. <laughs> you can't read that. I know. <laughs> but you I gotta just learn saw. to have a poker face. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you liked it though. That was for I, I you. Liked it. I, liked I put it. that there just for you. That was very good. All right. So we have, and usually it's like there's like two guys that are running, but like the reason we have okay. four guys running is because there's so we're many messed up. <laughs> there's because the SBC is messed up, and you know what? It's dying. This is actually going to be the last meeting. Okay, it's not going to be the last meeting. It's going to be the last meeting as one convention. <laughs> we're about to get three. Okay. It, well, then this convention will continue to meet. So there will be new conventions that would come out of it. So this convention will carry on. You're still wrong. Um, but technically, you're right. Of course, I am. Yeah, I'm always right, even when I'm wrong. <laughs> even when I'm what wrong. are you looking for? Uh, something to light my cigar. So if I can get it to work, the reason we have so many uh, people that have been presented as potential presidential candidates and these four have accepted those nominations is because there are a lot of things happening. There's, there's a lot. factions fighting, there's My disagreements. Goodness. And if, if you just pay any attention at all. So many mess ups going on right now uh, with it. So when we're talking about we got these factions and, and again, I, I joke about, you know, breaking up into three, but we do have a lot of splintering. There's a lot of splintering happen. I mean, we've had this in the past, though, right? But it, it seems amped now. We've had, you know, Calvinists and and traditionalists are anti-Calvinists. We've, we've had that we've since had that the before. 1920s. Yeah, <laughs> we, there's uh, complementarians that are arguing with each other. I mean, you're not complementarian enough. Well, yeah, or or you know, what does that then mean for uh, you know, is 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 what's his name? Ah, oh, from Saddleback, Rick Warren. Rick Warren. Okay, yeah. is he gonna face pushback because ordaining? What? Did he ordain women? He called them pastors. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Is like, he gonna is he gonna receive what's gonna happen there? And right? he's he's actually retiring. So maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like swan song. What swan song? I'm Goodbye, <laughs> lady pastors. Peace lady, out, lady pastors. Uh, I am going to pass down my Hawaiian shirt. Uh, yes, I'm gonna actually move to Hawaii <laughs> and stop wearing Hawaiian shirts. Um, yeah, yeah. Of course, you got the woke mm. and the anti woke. Mm. You got critical race theory, mm. social justice, yep. and all of these issues have further polarized our people, and we've lost the unity that we should be able to maintain. Yes. Even as we're trying to work out some of these important issues, because yes. they are important. No, no, no. No, they they are. They are important. They need to be addressed. I I, I don't disagree with that. All right. One one of the things that I this is got, a weird one. This is a weird one. This dude. is a weird one. Okay. So one of the things that uh, that happened back in 2019 because we didn't have a meeting in 2020. Mm -hmm. One of the things that happened is that um, a, a motion was made by Ben Cole, and the motion is that uh, that this convention requests that the trustees of Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary to authorize the seminary president and legal counsel to pursue through all means necessary the lawful recovery of seminary property, both tangible and intangible, including furniture, household furnishings, artifacts, antiquities, memorabilia, audiovisual and computer equipment, and any official records that may have been removed from the presidential home or other campus facilities without authorization between the dates of May 30th, 2018 and February 27th, 2019. He is referring to when Paige Patterson was fired as president. And, uh, and the implication here is like, he, he might have taken a bunch of stuff that he shouldn't have taken. Yeah, especially the records. Like that—that's the big part, right? right? Yeah, because the records come into play for a lot of purposes. Now, uh, so that happened, and now uh, there is a response, and the response, in part, I'll just read part of it. Ah, right, go ahead, because it's just really interesting. We're talking about a, a, in fact, in Southern Baptist life, 
one of the most famous Southern Baptist leaders uh, that's alive today is Paige Patterson. Yeah, Paige Patterson, yeah. Here's a response uh, that is in the 2021 Southern Baptist Convention Book of Reports, which you can download for free at the SBC.net website, or you'll get it at the convention. Uh, the Board of Trustees of the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary has authorized the administration to pursue through all means necessary the lawful recovery of seminary property that was removed from the campus without authorization between the dates of May 30th and February 27th. After the termination of then-President Paige Patterson in May 2018, Southwestern Seminary learned that the Pattersons had improperly removed boxes of documents that belonged to the seminary from the president's home, then called Pecan Manor. Pecan Manor. So that's so pecan south. Pecan Manor. <laughs> you got Pecan Manor. I'm gonna go to Pecan Manor. You know where I'm never gonna live? Pecan Manor. Ever in anything called Pecan Manor? I don't like pecans, and they're pecans. Pecan. Uh, all right. Uh, the documents included confidential donor oh. information, student records, oh. institutional correspondence, oh. financial records, oh. historical files. Oh. And meeting the convention ah! records. <laughs> <laughs> Through legal counsel, over the course of several months, the seminary repeatedly requests that the Pattersons return these documents. In doing so, the seminary specifically identified the records that needed to be returned. Rather than return the records, the Pattersons advised the seminary that the doc documents had been, quote, purged. Oh, someone took a page out of Hillary's book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. At the same time, the seminary has has expended significant energies in reviewing and cataloging the archives of former President Patterson in order to return to their rightful owner items that do not belong to the seminary. To date, the records that the seminary has requested the Patterson's return have not been returned. Instead, and contrary to the Patterson's representations that the seminary records had been purged, the Patterson's have continued to use institutional records for their own personal benefit and to the detriment of the seminary. Holy smokes, bro. Whoa. That's just one paragraph. That's just one paragraph. That's wow. some wow. drama. Wow. So when you're saying, okay, I mean, uh, at this point, then I'm just, never mind. I'm just. You can uh, ask. Uh, no, 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 I'm making assumptions. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay, so that tells me continue to use institutional, institutional records for their own personal benefit right so are they using the the donor list are they reaching out are they trying to raise finances like yeah those are and, and that's that's the issue right that's the, those are the questions and the, that some of that's in the, the book of reports that you guys can check out but obviously this sort of a report is given and then spoken about on the floor and so this is one of the most famous guys uh in the conservative resurgence mm -hmm. of the southern baptist convention and in southern baptist life famous anti-calvinist guy um, so he also oftentimes, you know, went head to head with Calvinists. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. But like this isn't about theological differences. This is, um, yeah, this is this is different. And uh, it's kind of salacious. So like this, this is just another example of the kind of things that have been happening recently that make this convention uh, somewhat volatile. Yeah. And, and, and like, OK, so in the grand scheme of things, this isn't as it's very important. If, but well, no, it's, it's not very as, important. It's not as sensitive you're as other about, You're talking about, well, I mean, you're talking about people's personal records. Yeah. People's personal financial records, right? Like, uh, at least as far as they're giving, right? right. As far as they're giving. Uh, I mean, this is, I'd be pretty upset as a oh, yeah. donor or if I was a student, my student record, my donor record. Uh, I mean, as an institution, the correspondence, the financial records of the, of the school itself. Which, I mean, we get those anyway, so maybe that's not as big but, of a deal. Uh, part of this, though, is that, you know, it's like, you know, what it, we talk about this a lot outside of SBC life, where a pastor becomes the brand. Yeah. And so people don't care. I want to support that guy. That's my guy. Yeah. And anybody who gets into a 
big platform position that oftentimes happens. And that's Paige Patterson is not an exception to that. Uh, people loved and backed Paige and were all about Paige. And so people would oftentimes give money because of him. Yes. And so, you know, he wants to work with and follow up. Listen, Paige Patterson, just to, just so you outsiders know that he was the brand, they had custom stained glass windows at the seminary with Paige Patterson <laughs> in the windows. <laughs> you can Google, just Google it. Paige Patterson. Stained glass. Stained glass. I mean, first of all, they're terrible. I don't know who they hired to do it, but they're just, they're super ugly and terrible. Um, but it's weird. Poor taste. Weird. Oh, dude. Yeah, I can't taste. imagine. I, I mean, well, I can imagine some. Any pastor that I know personally would absolutely object and would not allow and probably smash it if somebody made it without their permission. No way. I, I'd give permission. For you. Yeah. 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 Because like it. Yeah, you're kind of a dandy. You I like am. the idea. But no, you, I am full of myself. But if you look up, you would be so dissatisfied with the quality. Oh, let me uh, see. I'm going to get someone good. Yeah, you know, I'm going to get it. my own stained glass for my house. That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. So yeah, th this is uh, this is another one of those reasons why. Ooh, okay, it's kind of a it's a little it's a little awkward. I'm gonna give Jimmy a chance to find it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my, Joey! <laughs> it looks like flannel graph, black and white flannel graph, had been put onto the stained glass, but it's built into the stained glass. Yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah those have been removed. Southwestern's heading in a new direction. They're doing some really cool stuff. Actually, yeah. I was never really eager to send people. Do you think there. they threw rocks at them? No, they they dismantled them and had them taken out. Mm. I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're in Paige's bathroom now. I don't know. Maybe I, I, you know, if you like them, you want to keep them. I don't know how it works. All right, but there are other things that um, other and then and then even Mrs. Patterson. Oh yeah, she's in her too. Yeah, she's the yeah. dog. Yeah. Well, why not? <laughs> so uh, on top of all this kind of stuff, like you also have the very serious sexual abuse allegations, uh, situations, and the mishandling of sexual abuse allegations which yeah. leads us into this whole next thing oh here we go on, here we go which is that executive committee russ moore the leak situation the leak well yeah is what's the story is the story the leak or is the story what the leak is about i, I think, think it's both i think the story is more what the leak is about i still we can still have issues with how the leak came about but that this is going on is i think inherently a bigger issue Yes, you're right. But still, absolutely. But, but still, I think it also tells. Okay, if 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 if, and I I strongly think it is. If Russ leaked it, I think that's a concern. For uh, I think that's an integrity thing. So here's what, you're, what we're talking about. If, if you're outside of the SBC life, and, and a lot of you are, um, Russell Moore was uh, the head or the president of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. It's basically um, a, an arm of the SBC that engages in social issues and justice deals with policy, issues, politics. politics, policies, all of that stuff. So, so, I mean, yeah, he took a page out of that book. So, well, just again, so you guys know. Uh, he would address issues like abortion, freedom of religion, things like that. And right? he would go and what, what's the word for it? Uh, oh, gosh. Lobby. He would lobby. He was a lobbyist. No, he wasn't a lobbyist. He's a lobbyist. He would go you, you and sit would, there and talk. You, okay. <laughs> He's a lobbyist. <laughs> You're, okay. What else would you say? Uh, well, yeah, lobbyists involve money and all kinds of stuff. No, no, no. It doesn't always. Yeah, yeah. Okay, at, at the point, he went and he went and uh, represented us and yeah. he tried to change policies. Yeah. And tr okay. 
Well, not everybody that does that he is a lobbyist. on our behalf. Yeah, but not everybody who does that is a lobbyist. Is He's a I'm lobbyist. Saying. But so, no, I. I uh, so, yes. Big, okay. but yeah, I, but I, would, say, general, I in, would say he did not take funds. I would say he wasn't bribed. Right. I would right. say he wouldn't go bribe in the, people. In the most general sense. In the most sure, general sense, he, he was a lobbyist. Sought to bring about real change. So, for example, at we'll the governmental level. Yeah. When the, when, when, the, when a state or a city is saying, we are not going to allow mosques to be built in the city, mm-hmm. uh, Ross Moore would be like, yeah, you should. You can't prohibit yep. a religious organization, organization of any stripe from doing that because the next step is no Christians, no evangelicals, no Baptists. And so, yes, in that sense, yeah, lobbyists. Not in the sense that I think most people think about a lobbyist. It's just a, it's a kind of a loaded term. That's why I'm like, ooh. But yes, um, so that's the thing. And lobbyist leak, continue. And uh, well, as the head of the ERLC, he got in some controversy. Uh, he was he was very anti-Trump for Trump's moral failures. Okay, just fair. Like, just like he was anti-Clinton for Clinton's moral failures. Fair. Yeah, he was very consistent in that. Yep. And he was very vocal. And yep. a lot of people felt like he was too vocal and shouldn't be telling people who to vote for, except they didn't have a problem when it when came he to said, When he said Clinton, yeah. yeah, 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 of course, of course. So, um so he got in a lot of trouble for that, but what Russ is now arguing is that what was really happening, it was it was somewhat about Trump, but it was more about his push in trying to deal with and address the sexual abuse allegations and frankly, uh, cover-ups, maybe that's too harsh of a term, but the mishandling of sexual abuse allegations within the SBC, he says that's where he got into a lot of trouble. And it looks like, uh, and you know, we don't know for sure, but it looks like uh, Russ wrote a very long, detailed letter to J.D. Greer, who is the former president of the Southern Baptist Convention, and that that was leaked, and it looks like it was leaked by Russ, shared with everybody. Um, and so there, a lot of information came out, but uh, there were also some um, audio recordings that have now been mm-hmm. released mm-hmm. by uh, Philip Bethencourt, uh, who was, I think, the vice president uh, and he had been recording some of the sessions that the executive committee was having when they would deal with Russ and and the, these controversial issues. So, and I have no problem with what Philip did. No, At Philip least, was really upfront about it. He stood by it. Yeah. In fact, so Philip. Uh, that's why I think that's to, if Russ had put that out and said again, maybe it wasn't Russ, right. but whoever put it out, if they had attach your name to it. Yeah, yeah. I think just just say so. Uh, uh, Philip uh, Bethencourt released this SPC whistleblower report, Southern Baptist leaders on sexual abuse in their own words. And so we'll have a link to this in the show notes. But uh, here you can read uh, this is this is his report for everyone to read. But it is addressed to Mike Stone, who was the head of the executive committee and Ronnie running for president right now. Yeah. uh, Him and Ronnie Floyd. Maybe one of them was the head. One of them was I don't remember. But these are the two guys that were running the executive committee. And in this uh, document, he summarizes key points from key meetings and includes audio clips from those things. It's definitely worth reading, especially if you're a Southern Baptist. And if you're just morbidly curious, then it might be entertaining on some level for you to read that. Now, just to be clear, when we're talking about the executive committee, people might not be exactly clear what that is. And so we can just pull a definition from the SBC website, right? says, uh, what is the executive committee? Yeah, uh, the executive committee of the Southern Baptist Convention is comprised of 86 representatives chosen from qualified states and regions and acts on behalf of the convention between sessions. Executive committee officers are elected from these representatives. 
Although the executive committee does not control or direct the activities of convention agencies, it reviews their financial statements and recommends the convention annual operating budget. In addition, it receives and distributes the monies Southern Baptists give in support of denominational ministries, acts as the recipient and trust agency for all convention properties, and provides public relations and news services. The executive committee also performs other tasks assigned by the SBC and promotes the general work of Southern Baptists. To carry out these duties, the committee employs an executive and professional staff in its Nashville offices. Okay, so um, that, that's a lot, right? But the, the gist is, the SBC meets two, two days a year in between the sessions. We've got to get things done. Yeah. We've got to disperse funds. We make got to, we're going to get more information and, and this committee makes recommendations. They don't, um, they don't make uh, big decisions. They don't direct uh, the convention. Yeah. They serve at the pleasure of the convention. And, uh, and so that's how we continue to get things done. So uh, Philip was in these meetings and, um, and in short, if you take the time to read, it's a lot, but it's not, it's not too much. You can read it and you can listen to it. But in short, uh, what Philip is saying is that uh, this backs up what Russ said in his letter, mm -hmm. that he was he was met with opposition when trying to bring greater care and clarity to this issue of, of sexual abuse. And a lot of it stems from the the conference that was put on the the caring well conference that so what, uh, yeah what's the caring well conference basically uh from my recollection this was a conference that the erlc put on that dealt with the issue of of sexual abuse in particular okay and so uh they they had in some people come in and speak um good and and, and uh oh i'm i'm drawing a blank on her name for some reason super famous uh she was uh she was uh a, a, a gymnast she's a lawyer Oh, uh, Denhalder, Rachel yes, Denhalder. there you go. Rachel Denhalder, awesome lady. Reformed yep. Baptist, by the way. What yep. up, girl? Um, but uh, she was brought forward, and the response to having her there and allowing her to speak was was met with frustration, uh, apparently, uh, and opposition. And so, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's basically saying this is what went down in a day when, you know, institutions and organizations are being held accountable for the lack of care of people that have been really put through the ringer, victims who have been put through yes. the ringer. And, and yes. that's dealt with here in this report. Um, you know, we, we should be humble and ready to do whatever is necessary. And so uh, Russ and... Um, Russ and Philip? Philip, yeah. Uh, really felt like they were being met with opposition on this. And so... This is another thing that's happening. I think there was also something about, uh, oh gosh, Newbell. Oh, that wasn't in this. Oh. But yeah. Yeah. There was that a, wasn't in this? I didn't see it in here. Okay, never mind. Sorry. But yeah, that uh, truly is awesome. And yeah, so there's just a lot of ugly things that have been said in the context of closed door, high up leadership in the SBC. Mm -hmm. that, is, that is, if true, grievous and offensive, and it needs to be dealt with directly and publicly. Um, you know, I... No, you're I right don't have that. we don't have time for racist garbage. Yep. Um, we don't have time for bullying tactics on either side of any issue. We ain't got time for that. Uh, like, a, a, especially when you're a, a collection of churches and association of churches that are trying to focus on the mission and make disciples. Uh, you know, we should be a place that is truly safe uh, for for everyone who, you know, we hear criticism and feedback. And when there's a problem, we address it. 
all this stuff is making this particular convention uh, a, pr a pretty big deal. Now, again, like we can get into the weeds on all of that stuff and, you know, all of it is secondhand for us, except is for Russ the audio. Be there? I don't know. I you would think know. he needs to be there I would, to, I would, as his final yeah. report, right? I would think, but I would assume, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I would, I would assume so. But so Russ Moore is stepping down uh, from leadership at the ERLC, and he is taking a position with Christianity Today as a public theologian mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, so, yeah, man, listen, uh, uh, we like Russ Moore. Uh, I know him a little bit. And, uh, and we disagree. Or at least I disagree. Yeah, we, we, we disagree with Russ on stuff, and we agree with Russ on stuff. And, and that's the thing. It's like, like I can agree and disagree with people and still be cool. Like, mm -hmm. we should be able to be like, okay, so we're not on the same page there, but where it really matters, we are. And where we differ, we need to work it out in some way. And sometimes we need to have vigorous, sometimes heated arguments. That's okay. But at the end of the day, if you can't hug it out, if you can't say, all right, mm -hmm. we're, 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 we're still in this together, then there's a problem. Either you need to walk or you need to go, you know, all in and, and, and show how this is a, an issue that hits, that gets at our core. And I guess this do you is think, what, do you think Russ stepped away because he doesn't see a path forward? I wouldn't, I, I couldn't speculate um, why he would, but I, I, I wonder, see for me, this meeting could be a lot of people are saying this is going to be a meeting that's going to potentially set a direction and if we get it wrong it's it's going to be a, a convention that is not just conservative in theology which is good but becomes more political and less transparent than it has been or i, I don't know but people are people are concerned this is this is making people want to leave Mm. I mean, when when uh, when I was a young man, mm -hmm. a lot of people were leaving the SBCs. A lot of young Southern Baptist pastors were leaving the SBC uh, because they, they were getting too much garbage about just being a Calvinist or being reformed. Like, why would I want to be in this? They're, the 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 SBC and at least some of the leadership in their experience has been uncooperative and unhelpful, if not antagonistic, towards them and their church plans. And I encourage people to stay in. Don't leave. Try and work it out. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's uh, it's definitely. This is even, I think, this is even a worse situation. And so I get why people, I get why people would feel the need to leave. I understand that. I Listen. Do you feel it? I, I, do you feel that way? I'm discouraged, man. Hmm. The whole thing is very discouraging for me. And so, yes, my, you know, the, the feels that I get are not like, oh, my God, man, let's just stay. It's going to be awesome. The feel is. I just want to get out of this thing. Man. What a mess. Feels like, yeah, is this a dumpster fire? Yeah. That I'm, you know, like why? But then it's like, okay, so who else are we going to partner with? What, you know, what other dumpster am I going to crawl into? Mm. You know, okay, it's not burning. Still a dumpster. <laughs> um, I don't know. So, yeah, but my, my advice is always, you know, pray it up, think it through and move slowly. So like, yeah, but, that's a big thing, right? Like don't rush out. Yeah. Right. Too many times people make this emotional decision and they just rush out. Rather than, like you said, like, go slow, think this through and make sure you're praying about that the, throughout this process. Because uh, I agree. I, I as much as there's times when I'm like, man, maybe it's time to leave, you know, like, OK, take X 29. Yeah, that took us a long time. It took us years, three years and without big controversy going on. Yeah, that took us three years yep. of praying it through and saying, OK, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. Uh, because that 
just jumping because then, then you're going to get in the habit of jump, 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 jump. Yeah. Anytime something upsets you, anytime someone disagrees with you, every time you disagree with someone else, time to jump. Yeah. Split. That's why we got a bunch of Presbyterian and Baptist denominations. Yeah. It's like split, 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 split. Hi, <laughs> guys. And so, yeah. And it, listen, when we left Acts 29, uh, we weren't mad. Uh, you know, they, 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 it's not because we had substantive theological disagreements with them. It just wasn't a good fit for us like, missionally anymore and how we, yeah, any longer and how we, how we operate and, and how we can contribute. And so we moved on and listen, we're in great communication. Matt Chandler literally texted me last week just to say, Hey, Oh like, no, must be. Did wow. you hear that? Did you hear that? Wow. Did you hear that name? You're drop? such a, you're such a big deal. The point, no, Man, I'm, not, I'm not getting Matt Chandler text. Well, of course not. He's not I'm getting clay text. Clay. Clay. Oh, Clay Guida? Yep. Yeah. The washed up fighter. Mm-hmm. How dare yeah. you? Yeah. The old How man who lost it. He is old. Yeah. Yeah. Clay Guida, more like a clay chin. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Take it back. Oh, I have to. He has a granite chin. You, you can't. It. He's impossible I, to knock take out. Take it back. You could swing a bucket of a backhoe against his chin. He ain't getting knocked out. Just knock him over. He'll pop back up. I think I'm going to the August fight. Really? Yeah. When are we leaving? Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh I don't, no, no, I don't get invited. Uh, you made fun of him, so yeah. I don't think you're gonna be. Oh, Clay Chin Guida, yeah. <laughs> come on, I, how has nobody ever done that? I need to be with those guys to help them come up with good like slams. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Clay's gonna be like, please slam me. No, I will slam his opponent. <laughs> so here's what you say. <laughs> so yeah, he's, he's too nice. No, but he's my my, my nice. point is like nobody was mad at us when we left. No, it was like I was like, oh man, we were gonna miss you. All right, like whatever. Well, okay, uh, okay. The, 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 we didn't even get that. Acts twenty nine didn't say that. Local, like X-Men pastors yes. said that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The weirdest thing about that whole thing yeah. that really told me it was time to go yeah. was n at least I didn't I didn't hear from you. Right. That anyone at the leadership level, whether regionally mm -hmm. or nationally, reached out and said, could you guys, maybe let's reconsider, like, can we talk this through? Nope. The closest it was is uh, our, our very local guy who just works in volunteer sense in a very local capacity. I yeah. told him mm -hmm. and he was like, oh man, we hate to see you go. We love you. We understand yeah. that that was it. No, nobody actually reached out. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. That tells me. Yeah. It's time to go. <laughs> they, don't, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. But um, all right. So the SBC, it's happening right now. Feels good when you give all those years to trying to help with the mission. <laughs> Jimmy's bitter. Jimmy's getting For real. It's, that's not how you run a, uh, anyways. Yeah. Tell me, oh, wise one. In all of your experience of running large networks of churches, uh, how do you do it? You know what? I just know how to deal with people. There's just <laughs> common true. sense in dealing with people. And I might not know how to do it, but I do know some ways how not to do it. I, I, yeah. <laughs> That's you know what? To next, time, next time, Matt, you know, give Matt my number and say, hey, maybe you need to hear from this because at the ground level, you're, you're not, at least in this region. Oh, he's listening. He listens. He listens. He does not listen yeah, to the podcast. When he texts me, man, he's like, "Hey, man, what are you doing?" And like, "Hey, I heard the episode it was really good, man." No, he didn't. Yeah, he's like, "Who's your sidekick? What's his name again?" You know what? Show me the text. No, he didn't say. Okay, that. you show me the text. I will buy you a box yeah, of cigars okay. right now. Oh, I'll, I'll listen. I'll get creative in Photoshop. I'll, <laughs> I'll find a way to do that. All right. So in the end, Jimmy, when we think about the SBC, and listen, we're we've been the part of the SBC uh, the 14 years of our church's existence mm -hmm. uh, and I've been SBC longer than that in previous churches mm -hmm. uh, well and again since the beginning <laughs> since 1845 <laughs> when when us slave owning baptists were so offended at the non-slave owning yeah. baptists who How wouldn't dare let us you? who wouldn't let us go to foreign lands and make disciples um, we started our because, because we saw what we did to people in our own land <laughs> <laughs> they saw what we did to people in our own land and said you know what i don't think we need to send yeah. you 
You got yeah. that. You got that colonization yeah, attitude. It's, it's not a recruitment effort, okay, uh, for your plantation. Now I know that's not fair. It's not. It's not how it was with everybody. But nevertheless, um, we are still glad to be a part of the SBC. Um, if at times we are concerned and or frustrated. Yeah. Um, when 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 we think about like what the SBC really does need, I'm just going to align with Moscow. Uh, stop it! <laughs> oh my gosh, you get kicked out of here. <laughs> So let's just say a couple of things, right? All right, go ahead. Number one, uh, the SBC needs real confessional unity. Uh, we've got mm. the Baptist faith and message, which yep. mm, it's all right. Um, but listen, if that's the thing, then let that be the thing. If that's our confession, if that's what we use, then it should be required of churches who affiliate with us to affirm that. And it should be used as the measure, measure by which uh, you know a church is considered to be uh, orthodox or not. Yeah. And of course, there are going to be specific situations. Like, where what do you mean orthodox? Like, explain that. Explain that. Right. So, yeah, when somebody says, like, well, this guy, they can't be Southern Baptist because they aren't, uh, because they are Calvinist, for example. And we would say, well, the con obviously, the confession allows for Calvinists and Calvinistic people to be. Mm -hmm. Well, you have to be a Calvinist. Well, no, it, it doesn't require you to be a Calvinist. Yeah. Uh, you, you really couldn't be a full Arminian. You can't be an Arminian, classic Arminian, I don't think, and, and affirm the confession. But the confession needs to be used to say this is what we hold to be orthodox theology. And more, of course, is more than just pure orthodoxy. But this is what it means to be a Southern Baptist. If you're this, you're in. Right. Yeah. Uh, outside of some orthopraxy, that would be crazy that you mm, might need, mm -hmm, need to deal with. So uh, I think yeah. we're still a little I think we're still too loose on the confessional unity mm. thing. I think I'd like to see more of that. And it, with what's been coming out, I, I definitely think there needs to be humble repentance for like, sure. Like as, as an executive committee, as leadership, as a denomination, I think there needs to be this humble repentance and owning our sin. Right. Mm -hmm. Owning our sin and repenting of our sin yeah. and repenting of uh, especially these individuals on the executive committee that uh, mishandled. Yeah. I mean, if, if, this, if this stuff's true, there is a mishandling here right. that needs to be uh, addressed and it needs to be repented of. Yeah, I I totally agree. And I, I, if your defense, listen, if you haven't done anything wrong, then you don't need to repent. But. If we have done something wrong, then we should all mourn. We yes. should all grieve. And maybe there's a sense in which you could say we have a collective cry of repentance. But listen, uh, why why get so defensive about if if things were mishandled, then you just say like, yeah, this was wrong. And sometimes it's sin. Sometimes it's just a blunder. You know, like, hey, you know what? I messed this up. I didn't handle this right. I wasn't actively trying to to, to do something bad, but whatever I did was was turned out to be harmful. So now you you can repent for your carelessness. Right? Yeah. You don't have to repent yeah, yeah. specifically for uh like being doing something nefarious in order to hurt an individual. But yeah, humble repentance is good. How about how about um thorough transparency? Yes. Real I, transparency. I, I don't want this stuff handled behind closed doors. Hey, can we just like why can't we have like uh like more more minutes released of I'm down record everything. I don't care, man. Like <laughs> really I'm down for like, you know what? It's like a uh, what do the what do they call that school board meeting? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it on Zoom. Yeah, like let everybody tune in. They don't, they don't have to, tune in. They don't. They don't get to say. They don't. Get, there's nothing. Right. But all right, handle that stuff out in in, in yeah. public. You work for us. I want to see what's yeah, going we, on. Yeah, I would. Yeah, listen. I would totally tune into an executive committee. Yeah. Committee meeting. I would. Yeah, there needs to be more transparency here because yeah. obviously, based on what Philip is showing, you know, uh, we really need that. We really need that transparency because we need accountability. 
And that's what I want to see. The SBC needs more accountability. Yeah. You know, there, we have a lot of members, a lot of churches, and we've got a huge responsibility. We're one of the large, we are the largest de Protestant denomination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I know there's a lot of things going on, right? The, the people are in a panic because the denomination is shrinking and we aren't having as many baptisms. And while that is a concern to address, you also have to keep in mind that our practices for admitting people as members and baptizing were wonky, janky, yeah. inappropriate. Yep. Those numbers yep. were inflated. So if we're doing better, those numbers are actually going to come down in some sense. Correct. That's why we've got like what, 15 million members and 5 million in church on Sunday? So yeah, like that, so, that, that, that right there should be a, a sign that we need more accountability. Yeah, we, we, we need to be able to, to talk about these things honestly and not get overly defensive. By the way, um, you wanna know what's going on in the SBC? Here's, I'm gonna give you a helpful recommendation. Uh, SBC This Week. SBC This Week is a podcast. Uh, it's run by uh, Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe. Now, they do work, uh, I think, for the executive committee of the of the Southern Baptist so it's Convention. So it's state-run media. It is a company podcast. But I will tell you this. So we I, might not hear all the truth. I, here's, here's the thing. They report all public news, whether it's flattering or not. They hit all of it and they don't comment, like they don't take a side. They just say, here's what's being said. Here's what's out there. I have consistent, I, I, I listen to it. Like it's one of the ways that I try to stay in the loop. Yeah, they uh, they do it. I think they do a really good job. Uh, they're good people. They're known to be a people of character. And uh, so those of you that are trying to figure things out, tune in and especially before the, I mean, it's Tuesday, so it's a little late, but they've got the down low on all SBC convention stuff, mm. but it's actually good if you're a Southern Baptist to listen. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast. Go to the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we've got this exclusive content, Banter of Truth on Tuesdays, yeah. Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. We want to thank those that have already subscribed. If you are enjoying this exclusive content, you know how you can get more of it? Sign up. up. That's it. Head on over to DrVotion.com slash all access and sign up today. Make sure you tag me in all your photos of the JoJo at the convention. <laughs> if I'm there. Make sure you look for them. Get some JoJo spotting what's, going what's, on. What's, what's the hashtag they're supposed to use? Oh. Should, should they be a specific or just tag you? Well, yeah, because uh, I want to see it, but maybe hashtag JoJo in the wild. There you go. JoJo in the wild. Later. Later.